This portion of the show is brought to you by Gettles High Desert Mechanical. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. So we've got, you know this, I've been talking about this for years. We've got $33 trillion in national debt. We're overspending, and by we, I mean these ding-dongs in Congress, but the American public in general has gone along with this for decades, but we're overspending by $2 trillion per year. So that, that means we're going to be at $40 trillion plus dollars in national debt before you know it, just in a few years. And McCarthy, a Republican, the Speaker of the House, and his slimy friends, the rhinos in the Republican Party, which is the majority of the Republican Party at this point, actually had the gall, actually had the... Did they disrespected you so much and initially, and I'll get to that in a second, voted to send $6 billion, $6 billion more to Ukraine. I mean, these people are out of their minds. They totally disregard what you sent them there to do, which is a big part of it is the spending. And our intent, we just get out of Afghanistan that that disaster, right? And they get us embroiled in Ukraine, and it keeps going and going, and he keeps shoveling money over there. Now, if we had all the money in the world, maybe this is something you'd want to do. I, I don't, because I, I really don't want to have World War III over Ukraine. Uh, but besides that, we don't have the money. We are spending $2 trillion more per year than the government's taking in. Six point, they're they're going to spend six point two or more trillion dollars this year, and they're going to take in $4.2 trillion in tax receipts. This is, this is insanity. And just a couple of years ago, prior to COVID and the hysterics that both parties dragged us through, pumping in probably $10 trillion into the economy, increasing the national debt enormously, increasing dependency, screwing up supply chains, screwing up and destroying people's lives. Before all that, the federal government is spending $4.2 trillion per year with a $1 trillion budget deficit, I might add, or thereabouts. Why can't we go back to that level? What is the problem with these slimy, wimpy, wet noodle Republicans? Democrats are useless. Republicans are useless, except for very few Freedom Caucus folks, thank you for what you're doing. Now they're saying enough is enough. This is the line. No further. We're not going any more with this thing. The time is now. Stop kicking the can forward. How irresponsible of these people, these politicians, who a lot of which have family, they they have kids, they have grandkids, right? How morally irresponsible this is to pass this debt on to your kids and your grandkids. All because you can't figure it out now? This is easy to figure out. You got to cut the budget by $2 trillion. You got to take the budget from 6.2 back to 4.2. I would encourage even more and start putting the money towards the national debt and paying that down. But that's going to be a whole other discussion. The first thing to do right now, what, we don't need to phase. We didn't have a problem phasing this up. We went from 4.2 to 6.2 in a blink of an eye. They raised the, the, the budget and they spent expenditures during COVID. For three years now, four years now, go from 6.2 back down to 4.2 like that. Make it work. Figure it out. Figure it out. I know the dress code's important and the Senate passed a a unanimously, I may add, a dress code. And they probably needed to do that because the slob Fetterman 
who shows up in warm-up, uh, you know, boxers for like he's going to the, you know, out to check the mail in his bunny slippers. They got time for that. They can come together on that, but they can't figure out that we're spending too much money. So in the Senate, in the Senate, they actually passed a continuing resolution to send to the House. And they also included $6 billion to send to Ukraine. Except for uh, how many people voted? Um, 77 to 19. 77 to 19. You only have 19 people in there that cared enough and respected you enough and respected future, future generations to not vote no on this ridiculous spending bill that included $6.15 billion to Ukraine. You believe that? I mean, utterly useless. That means most of the Republicans, most of the Democrats, if not all of them, voted for this thing. Okay, so there's been backlash, and the House was going along the same path because they don't want a government shutdown. I say bring it on, shut it down. Nothing's going to change unless we do that. And take the flack as it comes. So the House voted pretty much the same thing, right? And they voted, and many, many Republicans joined on to send money to Ukraine. <laughs> now they reversed it. So later on last night, uh, McCarthy all of a sudden realized that his job's probably at stake here. You know, this guy cares more about his job than anything else to be. That's, that's all he cares about. This is a professional politician that's been doing this his whole entire dang life. Go get a real job. Seriously. These people need to get in there and then get out. This is sickening. It's like, it's, it's like a sociopathic behavior that's going on. Anyway, so they, they, they reversed, though. So they actually reversed and voted to strip the funding. And before that, you had Andy Biggs floating a motion to, 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 to gut the funding. That failed. You had Gates floating a motion to block sending cluster bombs or cluster munitions to Ukraine. That actually failed. <laughs> that failed 269 to 160. It's the war party. It's the uniparty war party. Eisenhower warned us on this many years ago, the industrial uh, complex, the military-industrial complex, and, and here you go. I mean, these guys are all addicted to it. They're all getting campaign donations from it. never ends. So I hope that they, they hold their own. You're going to have to shut the government down. You know, it's, it, I, it, it sucks for, some, for a lot of people. Uh, I feel bad for especially our military serving, our Border Patrol folks, some departments, some people are out there actually doing a job. I don't feel bad for the nonstop, endless cubicles of bureaucrat paper pushers coming up with what they call rules, which are just laws for us, unelected bureaucrats that never leave, that, 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 that snake away from administration to administration and, and retain their power no matter who's in the presidency or in the majority in Congress. Uh, you know, these people can go home. The, 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 what do they call them? The non-essential workers. I'd say let them go home and never come back. I'd strip this thing down to get rid of most of these departments. I'd get rid of all of it and start over at this point because it's become uh, so ridiculous, so bloated. So, yeah, they, they, uh, they, they wanted to send money to Ukraine. While we're, we're borrowing $2 trillion a year, let's spend and send more money we don't have to that endless pit over there of corruption and an endless war over in Ukraine. While our bridges fall apart, there'll be a government shutdown. They'll still be providing stuff over there. I told you about this the other day. We're actually funding their first responders. We're 
funding small businesses in Ukraine? How's your small business doing? How's your employer doing where you're working? I bet you a lot of people are having trouble. And we're going to fund this far off place that most people didn't even know where it was on a map. Most people don't even know the history of the conflict that's been going on forever between Russia and Ukraine. Ay, ay, ay. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Maybe you can chime in on the GOP debate last night, which I told you yesterday I wasn't going to watch it. I saw some clips this morning when I was doing show uh, show research and this and that. Utterly useless. This is a waste of time with these debates at this point. And it's just it's 30 seconds, 60 seconds of crap of the normal stuff. I'm going to cut this. I'm going to cut that. My name is this, and I'm, I'm the one that's going to cut this. I don't think Chris Christie's going to do anything. He hasn't done anything his, his entire political life here. None of these guys are going to be able to make these changes. Uh, and, and it's just a pointless, it's a, it's a pointless venture at this point to watch these debates because it's just 30 and 60 second sound bites uh, that then Fox or whoever's doing it can then just echo all over the place to try to get more clicks. Total waste of time. Just stop doing it. Just start interviewing these people and asking tough questions and, and seeing their response, and uh, let's see them out maybe getting questions from normal people. That's what I'd like to see. No moderator or anything like that. Just let, let me see, uh, let me see, uh, let me just pick Chris Christie. Not that I want to see him at all because that's an utter, utter waste of time. He's a rhino. But let's see Chris Christie in front of a crowd just getting, just getting questions in a, in a civil manner. Hey, what do you feel about the Ukraine and all the money we're sending over there? Hey, what do you think about the national debt and how are we going to fix that? And just at real people asking real questions instead of these phony moderators. It's such a waste of our time to even watch that. But nobody was watching that anyway. I mean, uh, the ratings are absolutely pathetic. So uh, let's stop that. I see that Gavin Newsom, the the wonderful slicked back, a waste of a waste of breath professional politician out of California, uh, welcomed the GOP to the debate. Newsom tweeted out, welcome to the <laughs> welcome to the freedom state at GOP. The freedom state. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> when I think about freedom, I'm like, I got to get to California. I mean, I got to get to California because there's so much freedom there. Freedom to send your kids to a school without wearing a mask or getting shot up with the vaccine. Uh, freedom to go outside during COVID. Remember, Newsom was in charge of all that. Remember that? Mr. Lock them down, Mr. Mask them up. I, I remember seeing the, I don't know, the sheriffs or some law enforcement chasing down a surfer who was dared, who dared to defy the order of the elites to... Stay inside. Remember their advice? Remember Newsom, this moron, telling people to stay inside during COVID and mask up outside and all that? And they, Yeah, they were chasing down this surfer who was out there like, like there was any danger to anybody. Yeah, the, the Freedom State. So, yeah, he tweets, welcome to the Freedom State at GOP. Added that Californians, quote, believe in these crazy things. What? You believe in freedom? They believe in free speech? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that, Newsom, when, when uh, COVID hit and you had people locked down. And I remember, uh, oh, the battle against churches. You can't go to church. That freedom of speech, gun safety. What? What is this guy talking about? Healthcare? Social security? What does that mean? This guy, this guy actually thinks he's going to be president of the United States. I mean, he's putting in those keywords free speech, gun safety, healthcare, social security. 
because uh, those are those are the key words for his leftist, you know, the leftist ding dongs that think that he's going to do anything in in those regards too. He he can't fix Social Security. His state is bankrupt, and he adds climate change and democracy. These people are there. There is something sick with these people. Welcome to the freedom state, Newsom says, <laughs> where Californians believe in these crazy things, including free speech, gun safety, health care, social security, climate change, and democracy. This guy's delusional, utterly delusional. Whew, freedom. That what, that's what freedom looks like. I'd love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right, I've been uh, getting physical gold and silver from my good friends at Desert Gold Exchange for years now. Man, they've done a good job for me. Great job. They've treated me like gold. Justin and his family-run company, it, they, they keep their overhead low. They pass those savings on to you. And that's really important because when you're buying physical gold and silver, it's all about those fees and commissions because here's the reality. It costs the same. That's that's why it's true money, because it costs the same throughout the world. Spot price. Gold is gold. Silver is silver. That's the price of it around the world. Uh, watch those fees and commissions. Du- Justin and his team at Desert Gold Exchange, they keep it low. They pass the savings on to you. They do a great job. Mention the Jeff Overture. They're going to treat you like gold, plus they'll send you up a free investor's kit. Call Desert Gold Exchange at 888-852-4343. That's Desert Gold Exchange at 888-852-4343. Back in a minute. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. All right, uh, Glenn Leist here with me from WT Wealth Management. Uh, give us a, a big update on that. Well, artificial intelligence. I want to hit on that more. Um, this is a huge thing that you and I have talked about, and it's it's literally growing every day. This thing is like thinking and, and growing. I don't yeah. know what thing it is. I don't even know where it is. Uh, there's some central network like Skynet or something, but it's like it's learning as we speak. <laughs> It's outsmarting us. It's going to know more about Glenn <laughs> than Glenn knows about himself. Know, it's, like, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's important though, because you and I have hit in the past, Glenn, about the benefits, but then also the downside, which is Terminator uh-huh. and Skynet comes self-aware and all that. We've all seen those. I think we have, is this is like a guy flick. Maybe some people, like my wife won't watch it. She's like, I don't know if the Terminator type thing, but the good side which like medical and things like that. Uh What what do you see as the capacities here going forward and the capabilities? Yeah. So there's a lot of uh, definitely positive capabilities that we've covered, you know, in the medical field, being able to detect diseases that maybe the patient wasn't aware of, but based on their symptoms and their, you know, what they're presenting with, the AI is able to do, you know, some diagnostics. It's seen, you know, a couple million people in the last couple of years and it learns what to look for. So there's that. Um, we talked about manufacturing, being able to have a higher quality, um, be able to have more automation. So 
the quality control. Um, you know, you're not getting products that are subpar. The quality control is a spot on every mm-hmm. time, and the AI knows what to look for. Um, so that's definitely a positive. Um, there's a lot of AI even in um, you know self driving potentially that's going to learn. You know, they had to do a lot of learning. Um, even for Tesla, um, just show it lots of footage of uh, streets and interactions with other cars. So that way it starts to learn. Um, and I tried using actually the um, self-driving uh, for Tesla about a month ago. I was in Seattle. Did you rent one? Yeah, I rented one. Um, it's kind of unnerving, if I'm telling you the truth. I, I clicked it on. And I was like, uh, okay. Let go of the yeah, wheel. Let go. Yeah. My wife, I didn't even tell my wife because I knew she'd be like, no, don't do this. And it, it would... It would be in the lane, but it'd start to veer off to the side in the lane. And then as soon as you're about to right go into the next lane, it would like autocorrect really fast or hard. I was like, okay, you know, that's, you know, maybe, I I, that, maybe that, I'm doing something wrong. That's but. probably going to be a hard road for, like, you're going to get the, I don't know, the aficionados, the, the people who are just like, this is cool. Mm-hmm. But the general public to let go of that wheel and say, okay, do you just drive me now? Yeah. You do the steering. I think that might be a hard threshold for people to get over who've been driving for 10, so 20, long. 30, 40 years. Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. If there's a point where I had enough trust in the self-driving vehicle to get in, punch in my coordinates and be able to do other things while I'm driving and still be, be somewhat aware, but have the confidence to know it's going to get me there. It's going to be safe. I could watch a movie. I could make phone calls. I yeah. can do Catch office up on work, emails, yeah. you know, yeah. and so that becomes appealing or maybe I'm just tired, you know, Take a little nap. just tired of watching the road and being ultra attentive, that sort of thing. Cause that could be wearing, especially uh, on long drives. Yeah. Um, so th- those are all positives. Um, other positive areas they can use it. We talked about weather predictions, being able to see weather patterns and learning um, from past data. What were the surrounding circumstances? Um, what do things look like? Temperatures, mm-hmm. patterns, and then it learns, okay, this all this happened every, the last eight out of nine hurricanes. These were the pre-symptoms that it, it saw more so than a human, you know, was able to pick up on. So that that's a definite net positive for um, being able to warn people before, or, or you at least say, hey, there's a possibility, you know, like almost like the fire, you know, danger. Yeah, you know, moderate. Meter. Yeah, 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 whatever. So that's that's good, um, you know, especially for tornadoes and hurricanes and tsunamis. That's definitely a net positive. And it can do it much faster. So this uh-huh. is processing yeah. on a level that we just can't even comprehend. And it's getting to get to the point where it, it's... <sighs> it's so fast and so quick that it's going to surpass us very quickly. Mm. Um, Cause there's some things that um, AI, it just doesn't, it's not a human. So it doesn't take certain things into account, but eventually it probably will. Um, like we, we use that example. Uh, we're talking about um, iRobot with Will Smith and the premise of the beginning of the movie is gets in a car accident, two vehicles go over the bridge mm. into the water and, the robot jumps in to try and save him, looks at Will Smith and is like, okay, he's a male this age. He's got a 58% chance of living. And then the other car was a, as a kid yeah. and it was like, had a lower chance, you know, probability of, of living. So it saved Will Smith. And the complaint was any human wouldn't have done that. They would have gone for the children, the child first. And so those are, you know, areas that I hope AI picks up on because if it doesn't, um, it doesn't have the respect for human life. That can be pretty problematic. That can, and that's the problem. Yeah. And, and maybe going to that same exact movie, iRobot, where they had to have the the rules. I can't remember what they called it on that, but yeah. the rules for robots, like mm-hmm. can't hurt humans. Let's talk about that when we come back. 
All right, last year, Angela and I got our blinds replaced in, in Flagstaff. And of course, I called the Blind Brothers. They came in, they laid out all our options, not just mostly the, the expensive ones. And I mean, they, they, they did a great job of saying, hey, this looks great. Look at, look at this option. And um, we picked out a set. And then, of course, we had them do the installation. Don't do this on your own. Have the Blind Brothers do the installation. And to give you some incentive to do that, mention the Jeff Orvitt Show. When you call them, you get half off installation. It's a great deal. The Blind Brothers will come in. They'll take out all your old blinds. They'll put in the new ones. That's what they did for Angela and I, and they did a great job. They look awesome. We're very happy. And you know you save. That's where you lose a lot of your energies through your open windows. Uh, if you get a good set of blind shutters or shades, it should help you out quite a bit there. Call the Blind Brothers at 928-634-2423. 928-634-2423 or go to theblindbrothers.com. Look how they're spending our money. Look at these politicians spending $2 trillion more every year. It's crazy. Then they're taking in, it's totally out of control, $33 trillion plus in debt for our national debt. That's why I deal with Desert Gold Exchange. That's why I've made it a really important thing for my family to, to learn about owning physical gold and silver for me for the last two decades. Now, Justin and his team at Desert Gold Exchange, they've kept their overhead low. And I know when I've ordered, I've seen it in their prices because spot prices, spot prices, the same all over the world. It's those fees and commissions that really get you. Justin and his family keep that low at Desert Gold Exchange. They pass the savings on to you. Call them up. Call them up right now. Mention the Jeff Orvitz Show. They'll treat you like gold. Plus, they'll send you a free investor's kit. Desert Gold Exchange, 888-852-4343. That's Desert Gold Exchange at 888 852-4343. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. If you're thinking about buying a home, don't waste your time being misled by teaser interest rates on the internet. The first thing you should do is call Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. As Arizona's largest privately owned mortgage lender, Nova Home Loans offers local decision making like a bank with better access to more programs like a broker. That saves you time, effort, and money. Kim's going to show you how much cash you really need and what price range you actually qualify for. With Kim's pre-approval letter in hand, sellers know you're serious. It's almost like having cash in hand. For purchase or refinance, call Kim Dawson at 928-310-6458. That's 928-310-6458. And by the way, if you mention the Jeff Orbit Show, you can get $250 off the lender's fee at closing. Call Kim Dawson at 928-310-6458 or go to novahomeloans.com slash Kim Dawson. Kim Dawson, NMLS 697411, Nova Home Loans, NMLS 3087BK number 090242, Equal Housing Opportunity, subject to credit approval, terms and conditions may apply. This portion of the show is brought to you by Zero Res Northern Arizona. Get your carpets cleaned, your tile cleaned, your fabrics on your vehicles and your couches, and even house cleaning at ZeroResNorthernArizona.com. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. Do we need some kind of protocol like that in 
that the AI cannot override that's built into the system. Although maybe this isn't the best example because didn't it get overridden or something like that in iRobot? There was this whole conflict. They turned red and they started going after people, right? So <laughs> click the switch. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it's if it's uh, feasible, but should we be coming? And people like Elon Musk and others who are involved in artificial intelligence heavily have said. We better come up with something. We, oh, yeah. we, even like he was calling for a pause, but the problem mm-hmm. with a pause right now is it's moving so exponentially fast. This would be like back in World War II, we were developing a nuclear bomb. The Germans were developing a nuclear bomb to a lesser degree. I think the Japanese were looking mm-hmm. at it, but the Germans, I've heard stories that they were maybe six months, 12 months behind. So had we said, well, okay, this nuclear bomb thing, serious stuff, we better pause, Glenn. <laughs> And then the Germans didn't yeah. pause and then built it. The world's a different place today. Yeah, they but, actually have a TV show I started watching. It's called uh, Man in the High Castle. Yes, yes. The whole That's premise is, yeah. Uh, yeah. the United States lost the war, and now half of the United States uh, on the Appalachian Mountains, the, the western coast is run by Japan, mm-hmm. and the rest of the United States is run by Nazi Germany. And so, it's a fascinating it uh, series fascinating, on, on yeah. Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. And it was a, a book, I think, originally from like the 60s or something. Yeah. But I'm a couple episodes. i got to kind of weather that because it's like... It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, they get into, yeah. I won't spoil, but, you know, Hitler and Himmler are still alive and all those people, uh-huh. you know, and it's well, like well, the they 1960s. Brought up, they brought up a good area, not to go off too much on a tangent, but the the Hitler was aging. And so he was, and people knew he was eventually going to pass on. And so you had his number two, number three in line, next in line. And one of the concerns that people had was, uh, you, know, you thought Hitler was bad. Yeah. The people that's, you know, coming after him could be far worse. And, and I think about that with Putin in Russia. You know, something was to happen to Putin. Are we going to get a less radical leader or, or more <laughs> radical leader? Yeah. And it's... When I've seen these yeah. forced regime changes, um, sometimes you're like, devil you know versus devil you don't know kind yeah. of thing. And it's like, oof. But anyway, it's a, yeah. it's an amazing thing that, okay, if we pause yeah. artificial intelligence development as at, like the U.S. because we're concerned about China's not going to pause. Terminator. Yeah. yeah. China's not pausing. Yeah. Uh, Russia's not pausing. I mean, all the, all mm-hmm. the big players are doing this. Iran's probably got their AI department working right now. Yeah, yeah. So that is definitely something as a society we need to figure out how we mitigate these technologies, how do we use them, and what the limits are because there is definitely the dark side of AI. And I think it was um, Microsoft and Google, they were talking about one of their largest fears moving forward is deep fakes of the ability of AI to create images, video uh, of people and even – do their voice because the AI, you know, can mimic it. And I actually have software. I've had it for like the last year that does that for me. Mm-hmm. I can record a, a segment we talk on here today and yeah. I could upload it and it will transcribe it. We're not even here. <laughs> yeah. It'll transcribe <laughs> it. And then a Microsoft word doc and I can upload as a transcript, but I can do it the other way too. I can type out a document, put it in there and use AI and we'll do it. My voice, it could, it can do anyone's voice as long as it has enough of the voice to kind of know their inflections, their tones. And I actually called my wife one time with it and didn't tell her the, the AI voice. <laughs> and it took a little while to pick up so, until I started saying stuff that I would never say. Oh, she was like, what? Like, what? He wouldn't say that. <laughs> like, this is obviously not real. But that, that, that becomes an issue because moving forward, what we see, what we hear, how do we determine? We already have that problem now, <laughs> determining what's, what's real, real and yeah. what's truthful because there's so much convolution 
opinion, uh, biases, conflicts of interest. And so I'm always very skeptical of anything I see on the TV, let alone throwing deep fakes with it. And I think the running joke, I, I think I said this last time, is like, oh, I didn't know Joe Biden dancing on the moon last week. You're like, that's not him. Yeah. That's, that's an AI. That's an AI. Clearly, I, It yeah. happened to me when I was just going through YouTube. I was trying to figure out ways to boost the, the channel a little more. So I was looking at all those shorts, those little videos. Uh-huh which is a crazy story in itself, but I kept seeing all these images of Ukraine Ukraine, um, taking down Russian planes and tanks and this and that. Now, I know that's happening, but there were so many, and I was like, surely this is not... This 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 seems what's with the uptick, yeah, yeah. What's with the uptick? And it was like every fifth video. Mm-hmm. And I looked close enough, and I was looking at a smaller iPhone, so you couldn't tell. But it, I looked close enough, and then I saw something animation. It was all animated videos oh, wow. of simulations of taking down a MIG, whatever, or strafing a a, a tank convoy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this the numbers just aren't right. They would be completely out of planes by now yeah. from the what I'm what, what I'm seeing. That was just one example, and it was pretty low grade, probably state sponsored or some kind of outside. So it's probably not, you know, Glenn in the basement or something, you know, yeah. with our technology. But you've got a certain technology there in your phone that's available to you now. Imagine yeah. what the the big the big guys yeah. have at this yeah. point that we're not even aware of. And we can all have access to Baird and Chat GTP. So in theory, this is kind of blow your mind. I could actually have Chat GTP or Baird create all the text content and then copy and paste that into the audio software and i could technically produce a podcast that i never even said and it'd be hard for people to tell it was it would be now i i I think that's really creepy and weird and i think the one thing that it struggles with is um sometimes tone inflection like it's just really monotone but it's it's gonna gonna get get it's gonna get it so good that you're not gonna tell um be able to tell very well so what's in the future then do you think there's a market for companies out there that rip this stuff apart? So, f- first of all, I'm concerned that, yeah, someone could take your person and um, put you in uh, situations that mm-hmm. they're trying to blackmail you, yeah. you and yeah. they say, we've got a video of you. Uh-huh. And it looks real. Yeah. And you know the videos I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Uh, things like that. Or, hey, you were there at that riot, and here's the picture of you. Mm-hmm. We, we got your eyes. You're wearing a mask, but we can tell us. I mean, it's going to be so hard to tell now, but going yeah. in the future. Do you think there is an industry a, an, an investment, oh, yeah, an investment side coming up? Yeah, that's going to be like, hey, we insure. Like, I think about that company that's like um, protect your identity, the social security numbers. LifeLock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, is that the one? So is there somebody that's out that's like, um, you know, Glenlock? That's yeah. like, hey, we're going to protect your being or something, uh-huh. your, your, your presence. Because the, I've heard the way to combat an AI that's gone rogue is another AI. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, right? And so yeah. it's just a better AI. So maybe there's a software that's developed by AI to detect, you know, the spoofs or the deep fakes. Oh, and so I think that will be a market because even sometimes when you call into these different institutions, they're like, welcome to Fidelity, where your voice is your footprint. And I think to myself, Oof. not for long. Yeah. Not for long. I mean, how are you going to verify? Because it could be anyone, and they anyone could pull. It's, it's all just such yeah, a, they, they a, an interesting it, yeah. can of worms. But I, I try to stay on the, the optimistic side. Okay, what are the positive uses for this? Um, with any new technologies, we're going to have the, the dark side you know, surface, and we're going to have to deal with it accordingly. But those are all just things that to keep in mind. Um, and one other thing with the deep fakes is you're going to probably see that in the political realm too. Uh, oh, yeah. People smearing their uh, political opponent with content or information that's completely false and a hoax. But the, by the time people see it, the damage is already done. It's, yeah, you're right. It's the public... Uh, the 
the court of public opinion is so uh-huh. fast nowadays. And unfortunately, in the three and a half second news cycle, we've you're got, guilty until proven innocent. Yeah, is how you are guilty. Are. Yeah. But by time you prove yourself, which you you would have to go to some company or somebody that does the forensic analysis, mm-hmm. rips it apart, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this was fake, and it cost you one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to figure that out." Yeah. It took six months because they got a big backlog because there's so many fakes out there, and at that point, you go to who? To the meet to 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 X you know, or Facebook and say, oh, here it is. I have the evidence. Nobody's going to listen to you. You're already ruined. I I think there's a growing issue of people that have a lot of influence of um, maybe not hearing the full story or just regurgitating information that was untrue and it can ruin people's lives. And I've seen situations where um, things were misinterpreted and misheard and, you know, person wasn't even there firsthand in this event, but they're just you know, reporting out of giving their opinion. And then all of a sudden the person gets kicked out of their school. No one's going to hire mm-hmm, them, mm-hmm. you know, and this person like, it's kind of like that, um, uh, black, uh, what is that? Black oh, mirror. Yeah. 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 The social credit score. Yeah, one. The credit score. That was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Black um, mirror is almost so dark for me. And, um, some of the episodes I was like, this is, ripping my soul apart watching this yeah i've only watched a couple but, but that, one, that yeah. one was really good if you want to watch one and that's not too soul ripping but it's like social credit score uh-huh. and it really is a dark side and everybody's doing things i'm being fake nice to glenn to uh-huh. get an extra thumbs up well are because, we not doing that now yeah i think, I think everyone's so afraid <laughs> yeah. of because our, our you know there's been a push for um, you know, everything you do is a potential microaggression or because of your demographic, somehow you're immediately awful and the problem and a racist, like, yeah. and, and these things are like not true. And, but unfortunately, um, it just becomes so challenging, um, to counterprove to it. Counterprove it. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. people, they're like, okay, I don't, I don't even want to talk to that person over there because they look different than me. And I might say, I might say just the, the tiny thing. Yeah. wrong thing. And then I'm going to be getting wheeled out in front of a podium podium and yeah. get ruined for the rest of my life. Yeah. And so that's so de- devastating to it our, is our devastating, society. Yeah. And it's, it's terrible. And you think, oh, well, uh, we're, we're, you know, on the, you know, trying to make right of wrongs until you find out that what you did, that person wasn't in the wrong and you now just ruined their life. And so I think Mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot more financial liability for these people that do have influence, um, holding them accountable because there's actual damages being done. Yeah. If Um, you destroy someone's life and you can prove that you knew this was total fake or you created the deep fake, there should be severe recourses Mm -hmm. for that. Um, You know, I'm a, a small government guy and I think we have way too many laws out there, but if there was something that the, our wonderful politicians could do it would be to create some kind of protections for people uh, for the deep fakes, the AI mm-hmm. things like that. I even think with the privacy issues, you know, everybody can buy a drone nowadays. You could have AI flying it at this point, and you could get compromising video from a, a distance if you, you know, there's just all kinds of stuff that you should have some protection. I remember on. it was only like ten years ago. Um, I knew someone that had opened up a drone photography business and he was trying to market it to the realtors like hey look we can get drone footage of the the home and it'd be amazing and there was such pushback oh you can't do that that's so wrong or you know you faa this or fcc this and then now look everyone's it's doing everywhere it. yeah. yeah and so i just i don't know when you said that it made me think um how how times have changed oh, yeah man. it's and how quickly they're changing yeah, still yeah and or, what, what you, we think this technology is it's going to evolve so fast uh-huh. that we're not going to recognize it oh well, yeah especially time. if you look at um even like the writer's strike in Hollywood uh, and the actors, they, one of their big complaints is that, you know, the, the studio owns the image of that person. So they could just 
use AI and be like, okay, Brad Pitt just did 10 movies this month. Yeah. And it wasn't him. And he's in a film that he, he had no choice over. Like they could put him in the most ridiculous role. One that's, he would never take in a, in a you know, normally, but you know, through AI, they were able to they do could it. Create so, that. Or create, you know, movie strips, you know, it's kind of feels like that's how it is now with some of these movies. They just like, you know, same formula, just put in different oh, variables, it's, spit it's, out. It's you nauseating know, it's, at this you know, point. Some of the movies you're like, oh man, can we see something actually unique and compelling? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Can we have a golden, like I think TV for the past few years, streaming and things has been kind of a golden age because the longer form series have come up with tremendous storylines and things. There's a lot of crap too. Yeah. But movies have seemed to become, okay, two hours of how many buildings can you blow up and you know this and that like like the the whole marvel thing it's like i think i've seen this one <laughs> yeah or michael bay it's like everything yeah it's like okay how many <laughs> the golden gate bridge has been blown up again you know it's like yeah. the empire state building and no so, so i I, yeah. I i think we all got to figure out a way to try to protect that but it's really hard because most of us aren't that technically mm-hmm. savvy so i think Fine. You let me know when those companies start popping up yeah. because I'm sure they're going to. Yeah, how to protect yourself from from and, all this? And on the good news too, maybe AI and um, that technology offers people that normally wouldn't have access to certain services online. Maybe there's financial services or other services that are able to be offered in a, in all places of the world, so that way everyone has access to it. And AI is a route to do that. Uh, so th- there's definitely positive uses, um, but there's, you know, we covered all the, the negative yeah. applications. And, and then even robotics, that's a fun one to talk about too, because um, then you can, you know, people have lost limbs or are paralyzed, uh, you know. You can amazing do some, stuff, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm, you or someone recently was telling me about where they did this, the surgery or whatever. They mm-hmm. helped somebody who wasn't able to walk. I think that was you. Yeah. Um, so, but the potential is enormous. Yeah. Um, it's like anything though. Someone can take this smartphone, which has changed our lives and put so much content and information in our pocket. Right. Mm -hmm. But they can also be a a drone and walk in front of a, you know, a car because they're constantly looking at this, right. And get hit. I mean, or they're spending 10 hours a day checking their status Mm -hmm. or you could be looking up. Uh, like I, I, I use YouTube a lot of times and I think you do too on construction projects and how do I do this? Oh, yeah. You know, I need 20 minutes on this and there's right. people out there willing to do that. So all the plus the pluses are enormous, but like everything, watch yeah, out. Even robotics. I think that's a, we'll have to cover this in another segment, but yeah. even the restoring function, because I had a friend when he, we were 17, he got in a quad accident. I wasn't there, but he got paralyzed from the waist down. And mm-hmm. he was like a stellar athlete. I remember just like, this kid was amazing. He's always playing soccer, always running to now being paralyzed. And yeah. it was like so devastating, not just for him, but for everyone in his life too. Cause it, it really changed the trajectory of his life. And he's, he's doing great now. I mean, he's doing amazing, but there's a long time where he like sunk into a huge depression for I'm a sure, while. Yeah. And then, I mean, but then if robotics and the, you know, what is that? The, um, the neural link yeah. can restore function. You know, I think it's be, coming. Yeah, I, th- I think it's coming. All yeah. right, Glenn, as always, I appreciate it. Really good stuff there. And, um, you keep up on it because I can't follow it. It's, or get me an AI to, can I get the AI? The AI? To keep up on the <laughs> yeah. AI? Yeah. He's going to watch the AI and, <laughs> And we'll, we'll just hang out or something. I don't know. All right. We'll talk with you soon, Glenn. All right. Sounds good. It's a great time to head on over to Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Great food there. Uh, great $4 menu. We can always get something good to, to fill you up. Great soups, pozzoli, things like that. Don't forget about their tacos on Taco Tuesday. Wing Wednesday, half-price wings. 
That slider's going on right now. So check that out at Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Voted best sports bar many, many years in a row. All those TVs for all your sports action. They got some pool tables, great music usually playing. Even got great desserts and great drink specials as well. Stop on by Sportsman's Bar and Grill just north of downtown Flagstaff right there in the Bashes Shopping Center. Diamond Auto Glass is where I go to get my windshields repaired. You all know that, and we're getting to rock chip season where they throw the cinders all on the road. So stop on by Diamond Auto Glass. They'll be able to fix that rock chip for you. No problem. If you've already had windshield replacement with them, it's included in your warranty. No appointment necessary. It takes 10 to 15 minutes. If you're new to Diamond Auto Glass, get that rock chip filled. It's a great time to try them out and and uh, stop on by there right on 4th Street. They'll fill that up. Call them up, though, for an appointment, 928-779-4140. 928-779-4140. And remember, the difference is clear.com. Go check it out. Great Northern Arizona company. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show All right, welcome back. You know, homeowners all over Flagstaff have been trusting Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by EXP, and her team to, to sell their homes for top dollar. And you check out her many Google great reviews out there. Look up Broadus, B-R-O-A-D-D-U-S. Uh, look, that's what Lucas and Aaron did. They had to move out of the state, needed to sell their property in parks. And they heard about Kelly Broadus's great reputation, of course, gave her a call. They... They were able to get a buyer. Kelly was able to get them a buyer in just a few weeks. Sold the price at, sold the home at a perfect price. Did a great job. Uh, they've moved on. They're in a new home state. No strings attached. Uh, these are stories that you hear time and time again from people who have worked with Kelly Broadus. If you're thinking about selling your home right now, call the only agent that I would call if I was selling. It's Kelly Broadus, 888-446-5602, 888-446-5602, or go to Northern Arizona Fine Homes. Okay, coming up next hour, Steve Ice from Northern Arizona Healthcare joins us about this new hospital. This is going to be a really interesting interview because this is on the ballot for people in Flagstaff, but this is a regional medical center. We got a lot to talk about, so don't go anywhere. Steve Ice from Northern Arizona Healthcare coming up. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Don't forget about our giveaway as well up at talkwithjeff.com. That's talkwithjeff.com. Hang tight. Don't go anywhere. More to come.